Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Grains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. This week, I am joined by Sarge. I'm on, I'm on a holy quest to reclaim my recycling bin from whoever stole it. If you're listening, I'm coming for you. And the mysterious L. Happy Metaclorian Day! Misa L.L. <laughs> <L>. Binks! <laughs> Didn't want to go full Jar Jar on that one? Oh, God, no. No, for a variety of reasons, uh, the most of which is racism. Yeah. <laughs> as of this recording, it is May the 4th, and uh, a surprising number of people are actually caring about that. And it's just like, I don't feel like the Star Wars brand needed a holiday to help support yeah. it, but you do you, fans. I'm not here to yuck your yum, even if your yum is largely stupid <laughs> i'm such a i'm such a hater for an actual like star wars fan like me and one of my buds we talk about this pretty frequently we have this like existential crisis where we're both just like they keep tricking us with star wars stuff because like one out of every four of them is like something good and then the rest of them are mediocre but the rest of the, but the world is so cool yeah it's it's like new star wars and it's new star wars anime day today and that's cool but you know, the, those are all those are a real mixed bag as well. I'm much more excited for Dune, which ripped off Star Wars and made it better. Don't don't at me, people. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but but I, I am much more excited for it. They they dropped the Dune Part Two trailer, and uh, yes. you know, for a for color corrected yellow space opera with a bunch of people that look like the X Men from 2000. Uh, that movie still looks pretty fucking rad. Denis yep. Villeneuve is a hell of a director, man. He could, he's he's so like him and whatever cinematography team he's working with on that Dune. Whew, that's some good looking Dune. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's some good uh, Dune. Yeah, uh, a quick little bit of housekeeping. Apparently, um, the podcast didn't get uploaded to some platforms this week. I mentioned that to Acast earlier in the week, and they were like, "Hey, hit us back in like forty eight to seventy two hours," because sometimes like some podcast <laughs> platforms are a little slow. And uh, it's it's been a while, so I forgot to message them and be like, "Yo, Acast, what's going on here, buddies?" So uh, if you are a podcasting platform that is looking for a struggling podcast that talks about QAnon and how much it sucks, uh, we may be looking for a new home because our current one isn't platforming us properly. So yeah, that was great. Forty-eight to seventy-two hours—that is not what you'd call a lightning-fast response. We're not making any. We're not making any Cheddar Bay Biscuits from ACAST yet, so I can say whatever the fuck I want about them. Uh, so currently, what I'm going to say about them is, like, most of these podcasting places, I have no idea what they do or what they're supposed to be for. Like, if we had a listener base of, like, 100,000 people and we needed help, like, doing, like, you know, like, how do we set up, like, ads and stuff like that? Like, then maybe you reach out to a place like this, but for a scrappy little podcast like us, like, who the fuck is ACAST? What are we getting out of the ACAST deal? We can click that button and make $7, I guess, for, th- for, for, for three full ads, but... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's wild. It, it's it was super frustrating. So um, if anyone is having problems with the podcast being on platforms, 
Uh, I always post the podcast direct to our Patreon and I set it to public. So you can just go to the Patreon page. The podcast will always be there waiting for you. So if it's not, if it's not loading up at Apple or whatever, then there is a backup there and that is available to everyone. So just wanted to make sure everyone knows that. Good stuff. Oh, and while we're housekeeping, uh, also important, uh, Elon Musk, if you're listening, one million United States dollars. I feel like we haven't brought it up as often as we should, but your penis is grotesque or so I am led to believe based on the way you behave uh, on the internet. Uh, And I will stop talking about that for one million United States dollars and special, special bonus spring offer for any, any QAnon, uh, any QAnon fans out there that really just want to control some opposition uh my opposition can be controlled for one million united states dollars (laughs) i will go away i will i will harry and the hendersons into the woods solemnly looking back at sergeant mike rains with a tear rolling down my cheek as i vanish from the QAnon life forever for one million united states dollars there's some terrible right-wing troll on twitter that has a uh, i'll shut up for forever uh like patreon tier it's much less. I think he'll shut up for forever for like 20,000 or whatever. Yeah, but I bet the stuff he says just sucks. A lot of the stuff I say is actually pretty entertaining, even if it's not really informative, because that's not my role on the show to know things. But that's not what I do. Yeah. I'm here to make a reference that will get like, you know, a dozen people to laugh. But if I do five of those over the course of a podcast, that's 50 people laughing, 60 people laughing. That's not nothing. Yep. <laughs> I think that's worth a million dollars. That's good Absolutely. numbers. Absolutely. <laughs> Dude, you guys are gonna ride Elcoid to the moon. Oh man, Elcoid! See, oh, see, man. then then you guys get to keep doing the show, and I can break you off a little slice of my million dollars for guilt. Get and to then keep. everybody, yeah, you, well, yeah, you get to. I mean, we all know how much you love it, Sarge. You're here every week, deep in the trenches, <laughs> never missing it. <laughs> oh man, I, I got a, I got an ad for like Pepe Coin or something, and it was, it was literally a, a, a crypto shit coin that had that was using pepe the frog with a, a maga hat on and i'm just like elon how do you think this ad is hitting me do you think this ad is something that i'm like man me the anti QAnon guy let me buy in i i want my pepe maga coin that's what i've always hey, man well of. now that now that the gop has decided to hold all of america's money hostage or whatever like maybe maybe, maybe those coins will look a little less stupid here in like six months <laughs> my, yeah my twitter ads have been truly terrible for a while now uh like just going downhill i got one for like shirts made out of old bed sheets the other day like it's nice and, nice and gross yeah <laughs> see that's why i wanted to make my million dollar appeal to mr musk and his grotesque peen like like i have to get it out there before he loses all of his money to lawsuits and like literally throwing it into a big a big bonfire called twitter yeah. <laughs> yeah. the best part about twitter was that it was a thing that was like working fine and then he just showed up and just took a huge shit all over it yeah like, it's only gotten demonstrably worse I was going to compare it to Fire Festival because it's like a Fire Festival level disaster now. Mm-hmm. But when he showed up, it, that would have been like if Fire Festival started at an already successful festival. Like if like if the guy doing Fire Festival like showed up at Coachella, it was just like, all right, Coachella's great and all, but now it's time for Fire Festival. <laughs> and then just like, yeah. And then just let, lit large portions of it directly on fire. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't go for Burning Man. That would have been real embarrassing because if somebody would have been like, they do light a big thing on fire, and I would have been like, shut up! <laughs> I don't keep up with that hippie shit. Yes. That is a thing they do. 
Yeah. Oh man, I accidentally just thought. Uh, apparently, I thought what I just said was hilarious and accidentally clipped it. So sorry about that, Mike. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That was good. That was going straight into the premium bag. Me, 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 dunking, dunking on Burning Man. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Uh, what I a show you folks are for tonight. I think we're safe uh, for a while now of you uh, dropping me and Mike for your, your millions. Uh, I mean, it's I, got it's got to happen sometime. It might even happen before the end of the show. Uh, if I abruptly leave, assume that I got gifted $1 million. Uh, we can only hope. But uh, let's probably head over to the amuse-bouche. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse-bouche. You can tell how serious this attempted assassination on uh, uh, Vladimir Putin was if it ends up in the Amos Bush. Yeah, we <laughs> talked about legit attempted assassination of Vladimir Putin. We talked about this a lot in our group chat. I think anyone who watches the video of that drone blowing up near the flag, clearly like attempting to blow up the Russian flag on the top of the Kremlin, I like my immediate thought upon seeing that was obviously this was never an assassination attempt this was them trying to blow up the flag on top of the kremlin like yeah when i saw that the first person on twitter who shared that footage and i saw it i commented on it with a gif of soga king destroying the flag during that one piece arc in an incredible moment that we all love it makes like snotty tears stream down all of our faces uh and not only did I totally nail that, I nailed it so hard that I was genuinely upset that I that that reaction tweet no traction, no traction whatsoever. <laughs> and the 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 only cold comfort I have that because again it was perfect and I totally nailed it and anyone who doesn't think so is wrong. Uh, so I have to imagine that somebody just happened to get there faster and posted that same gif and got all the shine. Mm. Otherwise, everyone on Twitter can fuck themselves. Like you you guys you guys don't deserve L. The mysterious L is too good for you. His gift game is too on point. <laughs> yeah i don't think it was an attempt on the man's life i don't know maybe maybe that's callous of me but considering it was nowhere near him and it did seem like it successfully detonated exactly where it wanted to completely obliterating that russian flag i feel like putin was never in any danger but i guess we'll throw it over to mike to see uh, if mike has any inside dirt on the situation or maybe q does q know the secret <laughs> what's the decode drone ops Drone comms. Well, uh, the QAnon take on it is that Zelensky is trying to provoke World War III by attempting to brutally assassinate uh, noble Russian President Vladimir Putin. With his incredibly uh, long range and feeble drones. Oh, yeah, with, with drones obtained from Radio Shack that, appeared, that, that didn't even damage a flag when they blew up near them. The, uh, their whole mentality is, of course, that uh, Zelensky and the West are warmongers. Russia is benevolent and awesome and good. Naturally. So, yep. yeah, their take on this whole thing is that this was another attempt to lure us into a nuclear war, and it is wrong, bad, and uh, Russia needs to crush Ukraine ASAP to bring freedom and uh, liberty to the universe, because that's exactly what this war is all about. Uh, who who do they think wants us to do nuclear war? Um, the deep state. Yeah biden uh ukraine basically the bad guys are trying they know to... that biden can launch a nuke right he can just do it <laughs> yeah that's what i love about that is this this whole idea that why why would biden not have just started a nuclear war if he wanted a nuclear war he he could have just said i'm sending american troops to ukraine and if russia shoots at them we start nuking and that would be that the game would be over 
But for some reason, the deep state really wants to slow walk this nuclear war. They're taking their sweet time to get to nuclear war for, you yeah. know. We definitely yeah. don't want to, we've already thoroughly destroyed the propaganda and myth of Russia being a military world power. All they have left is nukes, and they know the second they even start warming them up, it's just game over for everyone. Like, either Also, America- for the record, they did accidentally just drop a regular bomb on themselves, so I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Any, any, any nuke they tried to launch would probably have to make some sort of skill check to get out of the silo without just, like, exploding on Russian soil. <laughs> yeah, there, there's reliable sources that they tried to test one and it didn't work uh because they're aging and there's endless corruption and we had a russian defector like oh i want to say a month month and a half ago and uh he reported that like putin's not sick he's just incredibly paranoid and so this definitely like freaked him the fuck out like back when uh Gaddafi was ousted and and killed. It was reported that Putin watched the video of him getting murked like on repeat, just like again and again, because he knows what he is. And uh, like, man, th- this is just yeah. It, the people are like, this was an assassination attempt. No, they're just freaking Putin out, and it's working. And then you have the other side of it where people are claiming that this was a Russian false flag to allow them to be justified in assassinating Zelensky. There's a lot of scuttlebutt about exactly what is going on here. And well, the truth, we don't know for sure. But what we can say from the watching the videos is, is that this was not a serious attempt to assassinate Vladimir Putin. He was not on top of the dome looking at the (laughs) Russian flag when a fucking... Radio Shack drone zipped in and exploded. I mean, this. Yeah, I I would really like to be in the room when somebody tells Vladimir Putin that that supposed attack on his life didn't even make headline like news. Like it wasn't the leading story in anything that I saw. It was like, yeah, it was getting minor amounts of coverage. Like you go over to the AP News like World tab, like World News tab section. It's like the fifth or sixth thing behind like a bunch of you know warlord shit in Africa and like you know Taliban doing horrible shit it's like yeah there's real stuff going on in the world Putin. nobody cares about the fact that some like you know in your country patriot decided to blow up your flag as a form of protest or something yeah <laughs> what like yeah. like when i saw the footage my immediate thought was just like oh this is probably some russian who's unhappy with their government blowing up their own flag in protest the drone is a crappy short-range drone it really seems like doing it like a ukrainian op like that would make no fucking sense no, I, I mean, it's just to, it's just for morale. It might be a Russian protest. It will freak out Putin. He rides around in a private train. He won't. Yeah, I mean, I guess, fly. I guess may, may, maybe they're just trying to like MK Ultra, like psychic damage Putin to death. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's very hard. Because now, that would long- be sweet. If QAnon, yes. if that was QAnon's line, I'd be like, you know, maybe you're onto something here. They're just yeah. like, yeah, and like, like the point is to just rattle uh, an already paranoid Putin until his like heart just spontaneously gives up. <laughs> Zelensky's gonna like like hide operatives in his closet wearing bed sheets to pop out. 
Oh man, that's that's literally what that drone was. It was literally that. It was just a guy under his bed going boo. I mean, that's uh, yeah. And it couldn't it couldn't happen to a nicer guy if something were to happen to old the ticker of old Vladdy Daddy because uh, yeah, he sucks and Russia sucks and. Uh, Whenever this uh, spring offensive of Ukraine happens, I hope it's punishing and devastating to Russia and really uh, makes the war even more unwinnable for them because uh, they deserve all of that. So, yeah, sucks. I, suck, do, I do love how you tossed out that blanket Russia sucks in there. Well, let's, let's, we're, we're well in it. We're on our disenfranchise everybody world tour. Continues. <laughs> and much bad. like true American patriots, we're going to do each of our states individually. But when it comes to a, one of the largest uh, countries in the world, maybe the largest by landmass, <laughs> I can't remember. We're just going to be like the one place, boom, it all sucks. All, sucks. all of them. Yep. Every last so time. if you're listening from Russia, uh, send all of your hate mail to Mike Raines. He thinks you suck. Yeah. <laughs> I think that you're like, fine or whatever i'm ambivalent you know you got your good points and your bad points (laughs) they're they're bad people on both sides you know i i I saw some i saw someone like uh, trying to do the whole thing about americans being ignorant they were like hey if you had an unlabeled map i bet most of these people couldn't point out ukraine if they tried and i'm i was just thinking russia's very big and is a really obvious like landmass you could probably figure out russia on the map and then after that you you probably you have a, you have a good chance you have a puncher's Some chance of hitting ukraine to the east of russia right mike reigns and sarge i'm here to tell you absolutely not i could not point out ukraine on a map like maybe now <laughs> i could figure it out like if i looked at a map for long enough but that whoever said that thing is 100 percent correct <laughs> i don't know shit about europe i know italy because it looks like a boot and i know the uk because it's its own fucking place and I know Spain because it's like the first one you get to if you draw a line from the country I live in to that country. Aside from that, <laughs> it's a pick'em. I don't know. <laughs> I've never been very good with geography. Like oh. as you, like my brain is like a steel trap for useless shit like pop culture facts or whatever dumb nonsense from a thousand years ago or whatever. But geography has just always like geography and oh, like yeah. the presidents, which is why I could never be on Jeopardy. They'd be like this river, and I'm just like, let me stop you right there, uh, Ghost of Alex Trebek. Uh, pass. He's like, that's not how the game works. I'm just like, pass. <laughs> <laughs> Wake me up when it's time for potpourri or whatever. I'm gonna slay it. <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, slaying it and doing well in competition, it's time for us to take one of our like infrequent trips, uh, but not n- not too infrequent, to the world of sports and odds center. Ba-da-da, ba-da-da. <laughs> My grades, what's going on in the world of sports and non for the week of May the 4th, Star Wars reference, etc. So, um, as people from the uh, beloved Commonwealth of Massachusetts know, our Boston Bruins choked it. They fucked it. They fucking blew it. They sure they, did. In a in a Patriots-like uh, spectacle of Patriots-ness. Yes. Uh, of, like, you know, <laughs> d- d- breaking all of the records only to fuck it real bad at the goal line. And the snotty tears once again returning, streaming down Mike Raines' face. Yes, all of that. Oh God! If you if you could see if we had the webcams going, you'd see. But Mike, they've been doing so well. You see, they were they were doing really well, and then they got to the playoffs, and they just ended up losing to a much worse team. Yep. Uh, they just got destroyed by them. It was hilarious. Yes, it I don't was. Know if you heard about that? I, I I caught it. I was. It was like third hand information. I didn't watch every second of Game Seven in agony, and then throw my remote at the team they were supposed to go down as like an all-time like the all-time team like just like they were on pace to just do it and instead they decided to choke in the first round yes which is like not ideal from what i understand i'm not a huge sports guy but no 
it's suboptimal. It's very suboptimal. But what happened here on from the land of conspiracies and nonsense is that the Bruins were up three to two in the final moments of this game, and and the Florida Panthers needed to score a goal to force overtime, or they were done. They were done for. And with a minute and thirty seconds left, or so, the graphic on the screen suddenly flashed that the Panthers had scored a goal. Then the graphic went away, and then when it came back a, a couple of seconds later, a, a little while later. The Panthers ended up scoring with about a minute left in the game. So, like, the, that graphic happened about 30 seconds before they scored. They then scored about a, 30 seconds later. This led idiots all over the internet to start screaming and yelling about how this shit is rigged and how the, <laughs> sc- the script for the game was obviously known and that the people running the graphics just got a little ahead of themselves and hit the button a little too quick, but... Again, hockey is just the WWE. They knew the goal was going in and that Florida was going to tie this thing. And um, this was not just a couple cranks. Uh, David Portnoy, the fucking clown that runs Barstool and one of his, and one of his big, uh, his big media uh, personalities, quote unquote, big cat. Both of them had posts about, Oh, look at this shit. Fucking NHL rigged. Oh my God. And, Alleged rapist, Dave Portnoy. Don't forget. Yes. Oh, no. Uh, Yeah, just absolute, absolute bag of trash, David Portnoy. Um, So so the sad thing is that a lot of people were fucking buying into this shit when... So for the record, was it just the screen display that showed this? There wasn't like the siren or the lights or any of the other accoutrement that usually comes with a big goal? It was just the graphic on the Jumbotron? It was just the graphic on the screen on TV. It wasn't even the in the oh on, on TV. Okay, gotcha. Sorry, I, I, I just there, there's a lot of like there's a lot of graphical elements to sports. So I wanted to make sure that, <laughs> that I was keeping track properly. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and the the two working theories I've heard about this. Uh, the first theory was that um, because all sports are on a slight delay, thanks to Janet Jackson's nipple from millions of years ago that the goal actually did happen in real time when the goal graphic happened, but the feed didn't catch up to it until afterwards. And I don't buy into that theory as much because the the graphics follow the game as it's being shown to us. The graphics aren't getting ahead of us because um, that's this doesn't happen very often. The theory that I believe in was that this was the first face-off that the Panthers had uh, where they were able to pull their goalie to have an empty net. And this is one of the graphics they love putting on that little box to let you know what's going on in the game status, which is empty nets, letting you know that this team has an extra attacker on the ice, their net is empty, so if the other team can shoot the puck down there, they could score and salt the game away. And they meant to hit the empty net button. They accidentally hit the goal button, realized they fucked it up, pulled the whole graphic down. And then 20 seconds later, they put the graphic back up nice and correct. And then the Panthers scored. So those, either of those two things are a little more plausible than fucking, Oh shit. It's all rigged. Oh, WWE. So that was all happening. And I don't know that like Portnoy and those fucking clowns are pilled 
but uh, Tommy G, who is a who was a guy that got big money playing daily fantasy, that was his shtick. And then Tommy G got pilled and became a QAnon nut and was one of the guys that was very proud to run Chrissy Teigen off of Twitter by accusing her of murdering her child that she miscarried. Um, that guy was on TikTok screaming about the... He was, he was on TikTok screaming about how this was rigged too. In Tommy's case, he's trying to pill people. He's trying to use this shit to lure people into the conspiracy world. Right. Whereas I think... I, I just think Portnoy is a fucking moron. So, yes. but... But there are, there are people who are going to use sports anon to try to lure people into actual conspiracy theories and into QAnon and shit like that. Because when you keep losing your fucking four leg parlay every Sunday on the NFL, at some point you're not you're never going to think to yourself, you know what? I should stop making parlays and stop gambling because I lose it at all time. You're going to be thinking, ah, people are out to get me. The fix is in. They're trying to screw me over. And then you're going to have people telling you, oh, you're right. And guess what? the Jews are behind all of it. And then next thing you know, Oh, you're a Holocaust denier shocker. So like that's, that's where some of these assholes are going. This is where some of these people want to take this shit. Cause they know that's how they grow their audience. You start with, you start with the soft shit. You start with a fucking fucked up graphic on a sporting event. And the next thing you know, you're telling people that vaccines give you AIDS. Yeah. It's conspiracy. Slippery slope. Is slippery slope. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's 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 I it's more of it's more confirmation bias than it is like a slippery slope because I mean, like slippery mm. slope analogies are always kind of like oh once you let gay people get married then we're gonna be having sex with animals like no we're not why the fuck would we do that? Whereas like this is just trying to trying to wear you down to red pill you just like phase one is sports are rigged then phase two is climate change is that real and then on and on and on until we finally get to the payoff the Jews. Because that's how this always works. Yeah, that that is usually the bottom layer uh, that you yeah. get to uh, quicker. The, the sweet, on. sweet bedrock of all conspiracy theories. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Jews. Yep, it's basically it. I mean, it doesn't take long. Yeah. I mean, hey, like it, it's like the sixth degree of separation, but instead of cave and bacon, it's like people who happen to practice that particular faith. Right, exactly. <laughs> that, I mean, God, what what a what, what absolute units the 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 Jewish people are because just historically, everyone is always shitting all over them. It's just so wild. It's like throughout history, who's been fucking oppressed? The Jews. Like you could you could read the books. Yeah, <laughs> they wrote it down. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's so ridiculous. And that this, uh, the, the, like one of the tiniest religions in the world is just has created this massive backlash against it where everyone's just so mad at them all the time. But their power, Mike. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got so much power. Oh, the my protocols God. of the elders of Zion, Mike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, my God. So f- stupid. Just. <laughs> I just, it's, uh, it, it's just maddening that this is such an obvious scapegoat. It's the, ob- it's the payoff at the end of the story every single time. And they just dress it up. They try to make it, they try to make excuses for it. But at the end of the day, they're just like, we blindly hate group X and this is why. And yeah, they just ball their, like conservatives ball their fists up and just start wildly swinging and screaming and seeing like who, who their target is for the, the now. Right, and unfortunately, for uh, for the now, always includes Jewish folks, right. uh, but most recently has included poor trans folks, 
the yeah. Republicans are just been like swinging wildly and just being like, "We hate you." And it's just like, yeah, but for what actual reason? They're just like, "We don't shut up. <laughs> we, don't, <laughs> we don't answer to you." And it's just like you should though. I'm straight and white, uh, and a male. So how dare you? Yeah, <laughs> that should be my answer. Excuse me. How dare you? I, I, uh, I'm I, I'm in the white cishet male club. You should you need to talk to me and explain to me why you're doing this. And they're and then they're like, "Are you Christian?" And I'm like, "Ah, you got me, nerds, <laughs> beans." Ah. They're, they're like, "They're like, I suspected you weren't Christian. You seem to know too much about the Bible." Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyways, speaking of uh, speaking of ca- Caucasian folks, let's go ahead and uh, segue into cues in the news. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. Welcome, babies, to this week's episode of our podcast within a podcast. Sad white men on sad white men. As always, I am your host, Mysterious L, joined by my brother in Caucasity, Sarge. Good day. And my other fellow brother in Caucasity, Mr. Mike Rains. <laughs> Salute all white people. We are Excellent. Uh, white people are great, but no more or less great than other people. It's just that we are among the great. Uh <laughs> <laughs> no, of course, uh, this is the this is the Adventures of the Hellworld podcast, which means that, of course, we have to talk about sad fuck white men. Uh, and don't get me wrong, we are sad white men ourselves, but uh, we take we, we take no specific pleasure in being <laughs> Caucasians. Where I was going was watching you break. I got there. Sorry, that one was just for me. Uh, we have to because we have to talk about Tucker Carlson, and he's and the Steven worst. Crowder and, and Stephen how- Crowder. How it's and not fair that his wife like, can divorce him. And they're both just like, if you took the idea of a white man and put it into a meat grinder, this would they would be the sausage that came out. They're just like, oh, you know, my, it's like those those two are like a Mike Pence for just your like robotic politician. And I, that's like the, the Mount Rushmore of Caucasian. So uh, my partner last night was like kind of quizzing me on uh tuck tuck and she's like where does he go now and he has a problem of his own success i think and that anywhere that would have him can't afford him and anywhere that can afford him won't have him he has to start some shitty podcast or something he i mean it's not like he's hurting for money he was already wealthy before fox news but and he remains very wealthy Seems like the plot to some isekai or whatever. Yeah, like like the, like the 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 hero like gets transported to another dimension and then like you know defeats everyone on their way up to the like up to the top and like defeats the the evil tyrant and then like his church is just like thanks you did it for us now we disavow you and he's just like but where am I gonna go like I'm so much stronger than everyone it's like dude oh <laughs> shit loser you're on your own I don't know if he knew this was coming but like. Fox News does this. They did this with Beck. They did this with O'Reilly. They build someone up until they get so big that they can't, like, that they become so toxic and so big that Fox News can't stomach them anymore. And then out the door they go, usually after some charge that is definitely not trumped up of like, oh, hey, they were real shitty. Yeah, a lot of these clouds, they, they they start to think that they're, like, too big to fail. But yeah. they, they forget that they do have a boss. And their boss is their boss because he's worth so much more money than they are. Just, like, so much more. <laughs> <laughs> just, just just unfathomably more money than them. 
It is an order yeah. of magnitude. And yeah, they're just like, like but it, but if you but if you put the if you put the boots to Tucker Carlson, then like we're gonna lose so much money. And he's just like, dude, I'm literally made of money. I I don't like that clown. He's <laughs> he's 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 bad for my brand. And I fucking want him out. Yeah, I, I'll weather the storm. I'm not worried about it. I I, I can handle it. I I'm not hurting. I don't, I don't have to go searching through the the couch cushions for my coffee money. Um, I'm I'll be okay. So our boy Tucker had a post or he had a messages where he talked about how he was upset seeing people attacking other people and declared that this is, quote, not how white men fight. Because... <laughs> See, and Sarge was laughing at me uh, a few moments ago when I had to specify that we took no specific pleasure in our carcassity. Like, that's the sort of shit why I would disavow a lot of the times I want to disavow, like when people start talking about like my race as a thing, I'm just like, dude, I want no part of that. I'm just like that. That is Tucker Carlson's <laughs> opinion about shit. I don't want no part of that. I don't know where that's coming from. I got nothing to do with that. <laughs> what even stereotype is that? Like since, since when is the white man so honorable in combat? <laughs> <laughs> What are we talking about? Like, the, the American Revolution is mythologized as being Americans hiding oh, behind yeah. brushes and trees and pot-shotting dumb British who were in line formation in a field wearing bright red jackets. Fuckers, fucking sucker-punching the Brits is how we established America. A very according... small amount of that did happen. But oh, yeah. That, that is yeah. not the war. Right, like, but I'm just saying, like that's the mythology. When you, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when you, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, American... I'm pretty sure that like the world over, if you ask somebody to like imagine their, I like what, what they picture when they think of like an honorable warrior, and you know, for 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 this experiment, right. let's say from a foreign land, because if you ask, most people are just going to answer whatever the strongest person in their culture is. But just like when you think of like a strong warrior from another culture. Like, who do you imagine? They're not going to come back with, like, a white American guy. So honorable. <laughs> Incredibly <Yeah>. honorable. Until <laughs> a year and a half ago, I'd say, like, oh, some, like, Russian or Slavic dude. Uh, big, tough warrior. Uh, kind of put paid to that. I mean, uh, dude, like, when I think of honorable warrior, my mind is going samurai. I know they haven't been a thing for hundreds of years, but, like, it doesn't get, like, that's, that's incredibly not white. No matter how much white yeah. people would like to co-opt that, that is not for them. That's a different culture thing. <laughs> I, I, I was right. I was right there with L. I was one hundred percent samurai. Was also. I, I was trying to think of the the white version or a tough white warrior. Oh, like Slavic. I'm assuming yeah. most get, like if you wanted to think like like I'm sure a lot of these guys probably romanticize Vikings in a way that they're just like they had to be honorable, right? And it was just yeah. like. Ew. <laughs> I don't know about that one, chief. <laughs> so you get to push up your glasses and um actually them uh yeah i mean no because that would require talking to them yeah, in, in, yeah. It's, instead i would do the thing where i like push my cap up like higher so that it's clear i have earbuds in hopefully they will see those and be warded off for trying to talk yeah. to me anymore what the fuck is tucker talking about like genuinely i i like it, I, my my favorite part about like that the the texting question is that like that is just one small like snippet of like a like a much too long for a text text mm-hmm. where it, it like the heart of it seems to be Tucker Carlson sort of like trying to like appeal to some sort of civility or whatever but he just can't help himself be a fucking racist clown it's really wild <laughs> I don't actually have the full quote in front of me that's a Mike Raines thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's I, I, what Elle said. I remember that it's an incredibly long th- quote, and it was about like on January sixth. He was thinking about things. 
which basically means he was watching footage of the attack on the Capitol. It had to yeah. be what he was. How are they going to pin this on me? Right. He's watching people on the Capitol and he's watching basically a bunch of MAGA chuds beating somebody. One at a time in honorable white combat, of course. Yeah. Lined up lined up to defeat this this fellow who happens to be a police officer by the way but let's ignore that for they now all had katanas a... that they bought from the mall and they were and... just like all right sir we're gonna fight you all we're caucasian style you know how we do it here in white america one-on-one no sucker punches or nothing <laughs> queensbury's no. rules baby <laughs> no no fire extinguishers or just fire extinguishers that's how i played golden eye fire extinguishers yeah. only yeah, uh, uh, bear mace, a lot of that. Yeah, a lot, lot, lot of, lot of very honorable white weapons being used here. Very orderly riot here in the Capitol building as protesters line up to battle these proud police officers. <laughs> it's like Street Fighter. It's just like if they line right, up yeah. one at a time. They only operate on a, a single axis and. Uh, <laughs> Oh, now, man. if you just if you just hop back and do down kicks, that's like I guess it's a strategy, but we all know you suck. So. Yeah, uh, it, uh, white people known for their whiff punish. That's something that's very important. And when white people are fighting each other, yeah. I, I love that. Apparently, white people are fighting Goro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, See that 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 is why we'll always retain some small amount of audience is like a <laughs> line like that about in our conversation about Tucker Carlson and QAnon, <laughs> like oh let's 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 tune in for a brief little snippet of the Adventures of the Homeworld podcast for right now. What, what are they talking? What sort of salient point are they making? Quote: Apparently, white people are fighting Goro. Unquote. Okay, sweet. They were they were doing real good until they got to the test your might mini game. They couldn't break the brick of ruby. Oh God! Just so so Tucker did all of his fun complaining stuff while he's filming what appears to be like I don't know some sort of attempt at a podcast from his shed where he basically is just uh, he's trying to see how close he can go to the Alex Jones event horizon before he's actually just the new Alex Jones because he was talking to someone and he was mentioning yeah you can't talk about building seven without getting into a lot of trouble and building seven is one of the touchstones of 9-11 trutherism so it was just like oh man tucker are we really doing this are we really just going full 9-11 from the jump the moment you get shit can from fox this is the play I hope to I hope to God he tries to become the next Alex Jones because wouldn't he just succeed immediately and then just like be standing over Alex Jones's corpse Probably. It, it, it would be like unto when Akuma like comes onto the screen and just immediately uh, raging demons in Bison, and then all of a sudden you're facing Akuma and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, wait a minute. I thought Alex Jones was the the god of conspiracy theory wackadoos, and then Tucker Cross is just like, nah, bitch, I moved in here like a fucking hermit crab. It's my time now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when ref- wrestling reference that I can't construct, I, I don't have a good touchstone for this one. Uh, it's like yeah. when uh Sid uh, when Psycho Sid tore through uh Razor Ramon's pyrotechnics fucked him up real bad out of nowhere and everyone was like, What's going on? Is that even allowed? The answer was like yes, because it's scripted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man did it look cool. 
it, 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 the, the guys the guys by ringside were losing their minds. They were they were treating that pyrotechnic like it was like he walked through like three like welding torches or whatever. They're just like <laughs> through the pyro. Oh my god! It's like dude, it sparkles. Like calm down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it stings, but he was moving pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, the, the little connection before our, between our boys Tucker and Alex Jones was uh, apparently a guy who goes by the screen name uh, Prank Stallone <laughs> used a, used a chat AI bot to uh, mimic Tucker's voice and called Alex Jones and just using the Tucker like beatbox got Alex to have a conversation with fake Tucker Carlson and. Uh, Alex has now confirmed that this really happened and is now begging for uh, uh, Prank Stallone to be arrested for the crime of making Alex talk to a chatbot. Which is great. I mean, when you know something like this is about to come down the pipeline and fuck up your whole Christmas, uh, what you should probably do is get out in front of it and just pre-confirm that it's real. All right, heads <laughs> yeah. up, everyone. Just so you know, this thing that you're about to hear, it is totally legitimate. It definitely happened to me. It's happened. And also, please don't listen to it because it will make me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Frank Stallone. Uh, no, Alex Jones posted the clip of him saying Stallone needs to come on his show to say why he did what he did wasn't mean. He literally said what he did wasn't mean. I hope to and, God he gets him to cry. I want to see that man cry again. Oh my God! <sighs> give give me give me give me your greasy tears, Alex Jones. I want to see them streak down your face. Speaking of people who who I'd, I'd love to see the salty tears of, let's 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 stop talking about Tucker Carlson for a while because fuck that guy, and let's talk about another guy who sucks. This uh, this Crowder chap who's also 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 having a bad time. I'm assuming many snotty tears. He's the one who, he's the one who doesn't want us to talk bad about his his divorce, right? He's gonna get big sad if we talk about how divorced he is. No, yes. he doesn't want us to talk about his divorce. He also doesn't think it's fair that there are single party divorces, uh, i.e. When one person in a marriage doesn't want to be in it anymore, they're allowed to divorce the other person. And it's a big, big, I'm sure Mike can back me up on this. It's a big right wing thing, red pillow sphere, manosphere. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. No fault divorce and that kind of shit is infuriating to them. They really want the woman to be trapped in the marriage at all costs because that's Uh, how they they, they love treating people like property. It's in their blood. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's they really just want to make sure that you cannot escape your abuser if you're trapped in a domestic situation where the domestic violence is happening and you're dependent upon the other person for your income and having a home. Uh, I saw I I think I forget if it was Ben Shapiro or one of the other right wing grifters, but somebody made the point where they were like, why does it might have been Tim Pool, but what they were like, why does Stephen only have one car? And the answer is to control his wife. She can't get out of the house unless like she has access to the car. And if she, I'm sure obviously if she had tried to use a rideshare service, like Steven would have lost his fucking mind about that shit. Cause he's keeping her in the home when he's not there. Cause that's just how this works. Cause he's in charge of things. And when you're a multi-millionaire like Crowder is, you can afford a second car. That really isn't a problem. That isn't a concern. The issue here is how you control your wife, which um, is, uh, by being a horrible monster. Um, the video leaked of him screaming and yelling at her while she was very pregnant and obviously in like a very delicate state because when you're very pregnant, and I think it was with twins, she's probably like fucking hurting a lot. And having her husband screaming and shrieking at her was probably not a very good thing. And 
this may have been right before he went to get his fucking cosmetic chest surgery that nearly killed him because he's such a giant baby. He just can't, you know, lift, bro. And just... <laughs> yeah, he, I, I noticed that he has a certain physique and then we find out that it's all from cosmetic surgery. Just like, oh my God, I didn't think you could be more pathetic. And then like the hits keep coming. Yeah, and so then uh, there was a report that basically his show he just harasses everybody. He has, uh, uh, he has, he has basically just whipped his genitals out and exposed himself to numerous employees. He's uh, he's very vindictive and abusive. He fires people randomly. He makes people wash his laundry for him. And the best part about it was, is one anonymous source that reported on this said that we don't want Steven to suffer. We just want it to stop. Or we want to let people know what they're getting into when they sign up to work for him. And I just love that idea that, look, we don't want the megalomaniac tyrant who whips his dick out to actually suffer consequences. We just want to let the new intern know, by the way, you're probably going to see Steven Crowder's dick involuntarily at some ill-defined point in the next six months. Probably because they're afraid of litigation. I'm not afraid oh. of litigation, though. So, yeah. And I want everybody to take this. I'm going to use a strong word here. I want people to take it in the spirit that's intended because sometimes it's just the appropriate word. But this guy seems like he is 100% all bitch. And I am happy <laughs> that he is getting divorced. It is a tremendous win for his wife. And I'm glad that she's out of the abusive relationship. And fuck this clown. And he can quote me on that if you'd like to. Fuck you and fuck your failed marriage. And very happy for your wife, but you can suck on D's. D's nuts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Honestly, uh, getting somehow getting sued by Steven Crowder, I would say would be only a good thing for our podcast. Oh, God, please punch down, Steven. Please. Please, you giant morons. Try and affect us one time. Yeah. One time in your life. Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, I feel like at this at this point, at least once or twice every episode, we, we make it know that we're a comedy podcast, not a news podcast. I feel like that probably shields us from a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like talking about this stupid coward and his, like, weak chest that he couldn't lift to fix, so he got cosmetic surgery to make it better. And normally... I would be totally cool with that because cosmetic surgery to make you feel the way that you want to feel on the, like the way you feel on the inside, feel like a powerful man on the outside. You want to get surgery to make that happen. Normally I'm all for that. But since they <laughs> hate transgender people, I am going to say, fuck this guy and fuck his stupid chest implants. Yeah. Literally, literally Steven Crowder got gender affirming care, something that he would have a fit about if it was a trans person. Yeah, well, because they're all super d deeply concerned with bathrobes. Every every conservative person is wildly concerned with public restrooms. Yeah, and bathrooms just, and, and children's genitals. They really want to see them. Well, that part uh, has always been true. I mean, let's just yeah. be real. Let's just put that one on the table. I feel like here you know, I'm, I'm playing this card. <laughs> and when you turn it over, it says, oh, my God, all of them. And it's just like, yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, the longest running Republican Speaker of the House in the last forever was a pederast. Just FYI, QAnon, uh, we're not the party that has... Look at the emails, though. They ordered all the pizza. Oh, yeah. Oh, so much pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Where was the pizza going? <laughs> uh anyway god what a what a what a wild segment this has been all sorts of all sorts of <laughs> anger directed towards these two idiots god i hate them so much okay but we'll probably have to talk about them again in the future so more time for us to punch up ugh, at these idiots god i hate how much money they have than me it makes me want to throw up <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about something pleasant sedition 
That's right, folks. Rise up against your government because it sucks. But in addition to that, the thing we're actually talking about is uh, that uh, some people who already tried to do that thing, uh, some b- b- boys who may be proud, some prideful boys, they're, uh, they're getting called up on some big boy charges. Mike Rains, what is the situation in Sedition Town? Uh, Sedition Town is now Population Proud Boys because um, the big charge for the January 6th folks is a seditious conspiracy. And uh, four Proud Boys were convicted of uh, seditious conspiracy today, including their ringleader, Enrique Tario, and also uh, <laughs> former, former InfoWars employee Joe Biggs. Uh, he also got the big boy charge uh, conviction. So the, their uh, defense of Donald Trump told us to do this did not pan out. Nope, it did not. I believe there were five Proud Boys that were on uh, that were charged in these crimes, and one of them was found not guilty. The other four were found guilty, but the guy that was found not guilty of this committed a lot of other crimes. <laughs> I, 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 I believe he was the guy that stole the riot shield and hit a cop with it, and like the all everyone else was acquitted of that. Because that was just him doming a police officer with a riot shield. Well, yeah, because he was ahead of them in line and he won his fight with the shield. So politely dispersed. Yes, (laughs) that is how that worked. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, this has, of course, led QAnon to do their standard bullshit where, guess what? The Proud Boys are deep state. The Proud Boys are Antifa. They were uh, part of the leftist plot to um, make us look bad and prevent us from getting justice during the certification of the uh, election. The conspiracy theory that QAnon has created around January 6th is uh, an aggressive bit of reality denial. And the current story they're working with is that um, so we got to, I mean, probably Arizona, but we got to the first state where they were going to start complaining and people were filing objections. And then the next thing you know, the riots happen and suddenly no one's able to object anymore. And when, when eventually the riots are tamped down, um, we start over again and no one objects to anything and Biden's election is certified and it's done and America is stolen. And if only those riots didn't happen, we would have actually had objections heard and it would have been able to overturn this whole thing and America would have been saved. The problem with this narrative is that it's bullshit because the objections were heard. We had five states where there were objections filed by the House. And in two of those states, a senator backed the play. So we actually had to have votes on if we were going to accept their uh, electoral votes or not. And both times the objections were overwhelmingly shot down. I think it was like neither objection got uh, 10 votes in the Senate. It was like 94 to six on one and like 92 to eight nice. the other. So this was their whole story uh, is totally wrong. It's a lie. It's just bullshit they made up to try to come up with a reason for why what happened happened. Because they know the truth of the matter is Biden was the president elect the deep state had already won. January 6th wasn't going to change that trajectory. The only trajectory it could have changed it to is somehow Trump is still president. And when you're the guys that have to initiate shit, that means that you have the president get in front of everybody and start screaming about Mike Pence and this, that, the other thing. And, hey, everybody, walk towards the Capitol and give them the courage to do the right thing. And... If you run into police officers, fight them in single combat honorably, as all white men do. 
So with mall uh, katanas. Yes. The the best the the greatest of katanas, the katana you buy from the mall. <laughs> I saw a tweet today about two uh two British fellows uh, sword fighting in the middle of the street, like for reals with machetes. It was uh not nice to look at. And it no. turns, like, tur- turns out that sword fighting is not glamorous like it is in the movies. <laughs> I would think I would think not. Oh, that's that sounds like it could end real bad real fast. Uh yeah, I mean they're swords mate. Their swords mate. It's not it's not great. Nope. <laughs> this ain't no medieval time show. This nope. is just a just a couple of lads of the year of our Lord twenty twenty three brawling with machetes at the middle of the street. <laughs> Although for the record, I don't know if it was new footage. It could have been from a while ago. But still, I mean someone was recording it on a camera phone, so not medieval times, you know, not like <laughs> We don't we don't have a Martin Lawrence and Black Knight situation going on here. These were people in, in real times, like now times. Yeah, but not the restaurant either. <laughs> no, because all their performers are on strike, question mark? Uh just the the one just one uh, uh one or two actually. But I was gonna be writing their intricate like storylines because the right field's <laughs> on strike. Oh, it's it's all about the intricate storylines at the old like jousting tournament event thing, where you have a cup of mead and you feel weird about calling the the the, the bartender a wench because uh, you're supposed to be in character, but it still seems kind of demeaning. So, dude, I've I've got a, I've got enough privilege built up in my class build that I get to say that to anyone I want. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I I have I there is a there is a woman who works in the uh, cage at my casino that I call the chip wench and she hate, uh, hate all of that like I mean I, I I'm sure that you have like a like I, I don't get me wrong just the way the sentence is structured it's like open open on a sentence where the the female the female is like heroine of the story she's in a cage she's we're just established she's in a cage and I'm gonna call her a wench. And it's all oh, above yeah. board, but it sounds yeah. terrible. Oh yeah, that's the the cage is is the very weird lexicon of casinos to describe where the money is, because um, usually you have like basically prison bars are, are covering it because you're trying to keep people from breaking in there and stealing the money. So the people inside there are basically in the cage, and that's the nature of it. It's 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 a just a weirder way of the bank tellers being behind the bulletproof glass at your bank. Oh, see, I, I thought that I thought it was a sword art online season two situation. Boom. Roasted. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there we go. That went through the weebs out there. So, 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 sometimes, sometimes I got to throw the weebs a bone, you know? Uh, anyway, it's also nice to done. keep it light and fluffy before we talk about uh, dark shit. Uh, so dark shit. Ahoy. Uh, it, welcome to America, land of mass shootings. Flavor of mass shooting for this week was uh, unfortunately Texas style, uh, with a surprising hint of AR-15. Who'd have thought? Um, so uh, why are we talking about this? Well, presumably QAnon has opinions, and for QAnon's opinions on this, let's toss it over to Mike Reigns. <laughs> So QAnon was at, at the start of this whole thing where the story. Also, I guess we do. Sorry to interrupt you. I guess we do have some international listeners. So I should uh, clarify that there was a mass shooting event in Texas where uh, a gentleman allegedly uh, killed five of his neighbors, include like as young, young as nine years old over a dispute because they had asked him to stop shooting his gun in his front yard uh, because they had children asleep in their house. Nice. 
So he was just like, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll do you one better. I'll shoot my gun in your house. And yeah. uh, fuck that guy. And then there was a massive manhunt, and eventually uh, he has been apprehended. So uh, that is the actual crime, but we're not here to talk about the actual crime. But for the people who might not live in the United States that might listen to the show, uh, or people that are just completely out of touch with news, and God knows I can't blame you, that's the short version. Yeah. So all of that, Nell said, is what happened. And while this manhunt was going on, uh, Governor Abbott, the esteemed governor of Texas, um, stated that his he was doing all he could to aid law enforcement in their manhunt of the person who did this. And then he decided to, for whatever reason, declare the five people that had been murdered to be, quote unquote, illegal immigrants, mm. which has no fucking bearing on what happened. It's still Again, murder. It's, it's still fucking murder that was that was instigated by this man being upset that he was told, hey, buddy, uh, our kids are trying to sleep. Could you please stop shooting your gun in your backyard? And the man was like, oh, no, no, no. I will start murdering you now because you fucking talk to me about not using my gun. And uh, the, the, the governor, the highest executive official of the state of Texas was like, by the way, I want to make it clear that the people that were brutally murdered you probably shouldn't feel that bad for them. They're not really Americans. I'm a racist piece of shit. I want to let our... That is some old 70s serial killer investigating cop less dead energy. Like, yeah, yeah, he murdered some people, but they were prostitutes and not white. What do we care? Mark it down. Yeah. And so while all this is going on, they then eventually... uh, capture the shooter and it turns out that he himself uh has been uh moving back and forth between mexico and texas so suddenly QAnon and all the right are like this is what happens when you have open borders this is what happened biden's murder capital of the world you're letting all these gun waving lunatic mexicans into our nation and this is the terrible things they do <clears throat> and it was like Hey, a minute ago, you were complaining about the victims being illegal immigrants. Now, suddenly, the fact that the shooter um, may be an illegal immigrant, you're suddenly freaking out about all of that and pretending that's the issue. Can't we get some heroic white man to MMA choke that guy to death? (laughs) Yeah. What a hero that guy is. Remember that hero yeah. that murdered that guy in front of all those people, including a bunch of them filming it, and then everybody they they we all threw him on our shoulders and collectively tossed him around like a big hero. Oh yeah, we we were like, Opa we just threw him yeah. up in the air. Yeah. It was like yeah. he it was like he was at a Jewish wedding and you can't see it, but I'm doing like the circle around my eye. Cause you know <laughs> that type of wedding, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, so then we have the so QAnon horribly offended at this mass shooter because now they have an axe to grind with him because he's not white. And also, uh, again, I'm not exact. I've, I've been reading right wing reports that he may be undocumented, but I'm sure that will sort itself out in the in the near future. But beyond all that, now we have this gentleman in New York who committed murder. Uh, there's this isn't manslaughter. This isn't anything else. When you put a chokehold on somebody for 15 minutes, you're you're murdering them. You are committing murder. Um, QAnon massively in favor of the New York subway murderer. Huge fans of this guy. Um, the, the person that he killed totally deserved it because he was yelling and mentally unwell. 
uh, spoiler alert, the killer is white and the victim was black. So I'm tro- shocking that QAnon would have this take on the situation because they're not surprising. racist. Incredibly surprising. Not racist at all. I'm yeah. So, oh, knock me over with a feather. So, yeah. So, so they, anyway, this is basically like vigilante justice. This is, this is the George Floyd, um, situation only instead of a cop doing it it's a citizen and again these people don't care there is no person who does something like this that they won't defend they're they they see this shit and they're just literally white person did it that makes it justified it is okay for white people to kill non-whites because we are a racist cult and we're just gonna we're just gonna run with that we're just gonna run with that being our uh, point of view on these issues and it is it's just like horrifying to think that like so many people are okay with what happened here that oh yeah we have uh yeah. the the penalty for being the penalty for being loud on a subway is death i mean that is and i've heard people oh this guy's been arrested a bunch of times he's done all these things did any of his crimes merit the death penalty what about that? And and I'm hearing people talking about how the the murderer was ex is ex military. It's like so. I, I wasn't aware that ex military got a free murder pass. Oh, also, look, do. I'd be like, you know, a lot of people don't live in big cities. Maybe you haven't been confronted with like an actually like, like an aggressive homeless person. That situation could be mad scary, and I could see like throwing a punch or whatever, but like not an extended chokehold to death. You know what I mean? That's not like a fight or flight reaction. That is like, I have this guy properly subdued. He's not hurting anyone. I've got him in a chokehold. Like he couldn't possibly hold or hurt anybody because I have him in a hold. There are tons of people filming. If police are going to intervene, they're going to be there. Like, you know, at some point. So like at some point you like have to make the decision to keep applying pressure to the guy's fucking throat. And that's when it becomes like murder. Like, like it, it wasn't like somebody like got in your face or whatever, and you were just like, whoa, and you pushed him, and they fell down, and then that was the end of it. Like, it was just like the guy like got a little aggressive at you, so you choked him to death. Yeah, you have to do that for a while, like a chokehold like that. You have to keep applying it. He could have stopped at any time, and the guy probably doesn't die. Oh god no it like it, 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 the graphic i saw if you choke somebody for like 10 15 seconds they go out and then if you stop they choking do it right yeah but how would this trained mma fighter know that <laughs> just yeah i mean it's just like it's just you know it's it's crazy for people to just be like oh no man like you know you're in a situation like that some guys like throwing the shit around like you know getting aggressive at you like what are you going to do and it's just like at probably at worst like a little, sho- a little pushy shovesies. Like, you know, if they throw a fist at me, maybe I throw a fist back. And then, like, you know, in a situation where, like, I'm defending myself, as soon as they're on the ground, I'm not going to be like, all right, now it's time to murder you. Like, you, do- you- time for you to die. Like, maybe if they have a gun, you know what I mean? Maybe yeah. then you, like, choke them until they stop moving. But, like, this isn't a fucking, like, we're not talking about, like, a movie here. Like, this is... This wasn't like hero shit. You're not Batman. You can't just like decide to murder a person that you got scared of temporarily on the train. Like, 
you know what? There, there were a billion different ways for you to solve the situation once you took it to the ground. Like at that point, you, the world is your fucking oyster, man. Like, what are you doing? Uh, there was like the the lead singer of Tool, who is like trained in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Some guy charged the stage on him, and he literally just took the guy down and held him down until the rest of security got rid of the guy. I mean, if you know how to if you know how to fight in in this way, you can just take someone down and hold them, and it's it. It's over. They're done. Like um, there was a video of uh, Matt Serra who was in the UFC. And some guy in law, some guy in Vegas went at him, and he literally just was sitting on top of the guy, holding his wrists and being like, "Buddy, buddy, when when you calm down, I'll let you go." And the guy kept like thrashing beneath him, and Sarah is just laughing as he's holding his arms. He's like, "Buddy, you're you're done. It's it, this is over." Just oh yeah, like have you have you ever been in a full Nelson? Like if somebody gets you with like an actual full Nelson, it's like pretty t- like I mean sure like if you're trained in like a martial style or whatever, there's a bunch of ways to get out of it. But most people just like flail around and they just have no idea what they're doing. They're just like trapped. Yeah, and it's just like okay, yeah. hey, the, the Nelson's applied, or you know, you're an MMA fighter. Like you know what, you you really want to get some of your aggression out of your system? I don't know. Put the guy in an armbar and break it or whatever. I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> done with whatever tantrum he was throwing. It like once you like pop his arm out of his socket or whatever like you don't have to choke him to death there's a billion different like you, or just let him go just be like hey man like i can fight you and like win obviously like i showed you my prowess i fought you in traditional white combat one-on-one and i won i've defeated you and now you have to bow out like the guy's probably not coming at you again <laughs> like he came he came at you kind of once and you took him to the ground i don't know fuck that cloud he's not a hero anybody treated that guy like a hero is a piece of shit <laughs> Yes, absolutely. There, uh, I just hope that he gets charged in the first, in in the near future, and like just uh, manslaughter would be a gutless charge because, as L said, this was not. This guy was coming at him. He was scared. He threw a punch. The guy fell down, hit his head. It it, it went wrong. Something bad happened, and it was just a spur, like a flash moment, self defense, and it it was fatal by accident. This was. Okay, I've got this. I've had this chokehold on for three minutes. I needed to leave it on for another twelve. I'm. I actually saw some fucking piece of shit on uh, Truth Social make the message. This kind of presumes the cause of death, doesn't it? And again, this is going back to the George Floyd. The knee on his neck didn't kill him. It oh yeah, it was death. probably the drugs in his system. That guy. Yeah. That guy was yeah. stinking drug, and the alcohol's what killed him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Nobody, do, nobody ever really dies from COVID, you know. Uh, <laughs> dumb yeah. shit. Anyway, I'd I'd love to join you guys in the mailbag, but unfortunately, a postal courier just arrived with why one million dollars. So oh. I am contractually obligated to say goodbye and to never talk about QAnon with you again. Uh, so until never, losers. Time for me to go sleep on my buddy. Uh, don't worry though. I promise I'll totally not be back next week. Wink. <laughs> big winky face okay so with, with uh with l off with his millions it's time to hit the mailbag our listeners got questions we got answers it's time for q and a uh cleodora silvestri who's uh, also one of our newest beautiful babies uh, thank you sir very much for the donation cleodora uh asks uh ron DeSantis was defeated by mickey mouse and tucker carlson was defeated by a not so sexy enough green m&m so which conservative figure gets demolished next and by what fictional character oh no um 
Uh, Trump and by Eric Cartman from South Park. <laughs> no, I, can... I don't. I don't think anything takes down Trump. Um, I was actually going to say Trump because uh, someone made a post that I forget exactly what the, oh, the post was basically the best thing that could possibly happen in the 2024 presidential election is that Donald Trump becomes really attracted to Dylan Mulvaney and just, just, just gets this massive (laughs) fetish where he just can't get over just how hot Dylan is. And all the conservatives are just like, no, no, Donald, no, it's bad. And, and, and he's just like you know some of these transgender people really attractive if Melania wasn't around you know maybe maybe it's a thing then that would just be that would just be hilarious uh, so I think if Donald Trump could find his way into being somehow uh, attracted to some transgender fictional character that could spell the end for him because he has no filter the man will say anything he wants because he He's already established in his own sort of like mythos that he's bulletproof because like he's like, he'll like, he'll he'll be a get out in front of people and be like, Hey, I made the Trump vaccine. I know some of you people are mad about it, but it's really good. And I'm okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to take credit for it because I really didn't do a whole hell of a lot in my presidency. So I I take my wins where I can get them. (laughs) And that was one of them. So yeah, I'm doing that. And so I think that, like, if he could get on the right side of a bit of a bad fictional character that could, like, really hurt him with his audience, like, it'd be really funny if suddenly, like, Trump was a fan of Mickey Mouse or or something. And he's like, I don't know why DeSantis hates Disney so much. Mickey Mouse, he's great. And the next thing you know, QAnon's, like, freaking out about Mickey Mouse being connected to Epstein and this, that. They're like, like, why is the God Emperor in a fan of Mickey? Oh, it's it doesn't gotta make sense i remember some people uh did a thing where they if you have if you see mickey and you put it and you have a reflection of it it says wicked and so it's a uh it's a code for evil badness and bad evilness right yeah so <laughs> yeah so trump hopefully will uh find find himself on the wrong end of a care of a fictional character that he likes a lot uh, preferably in some ag- horrifyingly icky Ivanka sexual way to make him even more unpalatable to the American public. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo for sure. Oh, God. Oh, man. It, 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 Trump and Scooby-Doo, the forbidden romance. I'm, I'm here for it. Um, uh, Steph- uh, Stephanie, who I is, is known by us as Existential Dreadlocks, uh, asks... How badly will Stu get sued and will it be live streamed? Uh, this is about Jay Stu. So if you don't know what happened with Mr. Yeah, uh, I don't Jay... know about this. Okay, so Jay Stu, our boy who spends all of his time on the internet screaming about how Michael Flynn is Q. Mm-hmm. Michael Michael Flynn uh, sent him a cease and desist order saying, stop saying that I'm Q. I am not Q. And if you continue doing this, I am going to sue you for defamation because you are claiming that I'm behind this massive internet conspiracy theory that is uh, not very well received by the general public. And uh, Stewartson took the cease and desist letter and burned it on his social media platforms to let everybody know how much he takes this seriously. So if Michael Flynn actually sues him for defamation, this would be a battle between two terrible people. And uh, Flynn would be in the right of it because... um, FYI, Michael Flynn did not start QAnon. He did not start Q. He was not Q. 
There is no evidence that that supports this at all. And uh, much as L wants Elon Musk to give him $1 million, uh, <laughs> Michael Flynn and your lawyers, if you want to give me a giant bag of money, just a giant, I, I want the like 1980s style cartoon where there's just a satchel with a giant dollar sign on it. If you hand that to me and then I cartoonishly like fall to the ground because the amount of money in it is so massive, it is hard for me to lift it. And it's not coins. It has to be a lot of paper money. Right. If that happens, I will I will defend you in court. I will 100% do <laughs> depositions. I will testify because while you're awful and Michael Flynn has used QAnon to enrich himself and promote himself, he is not Q. He did not start this. There is no, there's no evidence to support that. This is like when the ACLU takes up Rush Limbaugh's case or whatever. And they're just like, hey, we got principles. And even if right-wing scumbags want to use our principles for their law cases, we, we, we do it. We do it anyways. So uh, my, my allegiance is to the truth and to giant piles of Michael Flynn's money. Right. That's where my, yeah. So um, there, there you go. Uh, have your lawyers get in contact with me. My fees are not cheap because you are bad. Uh, but you're also not Q. Again, the, the thing about this is that's so dumb is it's like, imagine Michael Flynn, like, because Q only was going for a little while before it moved to 8chan. I'm just imagining Michael Flynn being like, okay, I've got this psyop and it's going real well. Now I need to get in bed with Jim and Ron Watkins. This, this is the absolute masterstroke of my plan to <laughs> slip all, this. Yeah, it's always a good is, idea to get in bed with those two. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to get in bed with the uh, senile pig farmer in the Philippines and his creepy, weird. In, I guess not an incel son, uh, but yeah. So it's just like boy, boy howdy uh, of all the things the top secret spy Michael Flynn would do in order to further move along QAnon, uh, getting in bed with the Watkins boys, a number one on that list. So thank you for the question. Um, Mold Child Maurice says, what do you think of Anonymous and their recent bombshell drops involving Lauren Boebert, MTG and Matt Gates? all use Amazon and Spotify and Ginny Thomas drives an old Toyota. Uh, laugh, cry emoji, wink emoji. Yeah, Anonymous had some weak shit there. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't have a lot to say about that. I mean, it, it's it, this is it's really sad. I mean, uh, you, if you're gonna do shit, you gotta you you gotta bring your fastball. You've gotta actually do damage. Like the the people that rat fucked Madison Cawthorn, it worked. They got him out of the House of Representatives. They had him lose a Republican primary mm -hmm. because they were able to offend Republican primary voters with the idea that Madison Cawthorn is gay, which is ridiculous because Madison Cawthorn is a monster 20 different ways. His sexual orientation is not one of them, but whatever. I mean, because no sexual orientation is monstrous. Just calm down, guys. Calm down. Some QAnon person is going to edit that reclip. It being Mike Rains defends pedophiles. Nope, not not what I said. Not what I mean. Shut the fuck up, you pieces of shit. God, I wish I could get social media clout that way. But uh, it is just weak. Like because those same people that did that to Cawthorn, they tried to do it to Bobert. They were like, she was an escort. She had an affair with Ted Cruz, and they didn't have any. How about all that? Yeah, they didn't have they didn't have the receipts, and she mm -hmm. won. I mean, she almost lost to the Democrat. I'm 
I'm the Democrat who almost beat her is very much uh, on social media screaming about how he's running for another crack at her. He's we're we're getting the rematch. Yeah, and he's and, getting he's gonna get the money to really run a campaign because they. Saw oh yeah, him. yeah. He the, the, this is the thing is that if you're the Republicans, this was an off year election, and now it's a presidential year election. Colorado's a blue state, so more people are going to come out to vote for Biden than they are going to come out to vote for Trump. Bobert sucked against this guy and way underperformed and barely beat him in what's supposed to be a heavy Republican district. Right. Where's the empty suit to primary her and get rid of her? You you would have to think that guy's that that person's being lined up right now as we speak, because um, the Republicans right now only have a four seat majority in the House. It is tenuous, and there are already um, twelve Republicans that are in districts Biden won. So if the if if those voters just come back home to the Democrats in twenty twenty four, the Democrats retake the House. They don't even need stretch goals like Bobert's district. So I mean, it's like this is this is tenuous. So um, if you are an empty suit Republican in Colorado, uh, you need to get in touch with your local state party about being a representative because uh, Bobert Bobert might sink that ship pretty quickly. Uh, thank you for the question. Joquin asks, uh, this is more of an idea, the timeline of the morphing and splinters of Q. This would be a huge spreadsheet. Oof. We, uh, we th- talk about that all the time. Or we did. Uh, yeah, Dapper Gander has a pretty good uh, sort of like breakdown of the different groups of QAnon and the people that are more fantasy based versus the more reality based. Like I have this, I have a new reply guy that yells at me all the time in my on Twitter. And he's like, and he, he agrees with QAnon on everything, but he doesn't want to be called QAnon because he doesn't want to believe, he doesn't want to be labeled with yeah. the whole uh, baby eating, blood drinking stuff. And I'm like, well, then that just makes you quote unquote serious QAnon. Because Praying Medic does that shit all the time where like someone, some right winger who isn't a QAnon guy has him on their show and they bring up the QAnon stuff with a laugh. And praying medics like, oh, now QAnon isn't about all the blood drinking uh, Moloch stuff. It's about corruption <laughs> in the government and blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, like, whatever, buddy. Like, you're just you're just quote unquote serious QAnon, as I like to jokingly call them. Like, that's really all it is. And so you have the people that are doing that kind of stuff. Then you have the fantasy people, the JFK Jr. people. And it's just different groups and different uh situations and like and it's very funny but the jfk jr shit is one of the early fracture points of the movement and it to this day exists it is right yeah we've we've talked about that a couple times because it just genuinely they a lot of them realize and think hey this makes us look bad right exactly yeah and that's the thing that's so funny about it is that you have it's this nesting doll of Republicans think that MAGA makes them look bad. MAGA thinks QAnon makes them look bad. QAnon thinks that JFK Jr. truthers make them look bad. It's just this we're not them. Don't associate us with them. And it just it's just turtles all the way down. It's just terrible <laughs> people all the way yeah. down. At no point are any of you actually good. You're, you all are embarrassing to everybody. So, but yeah, um, people have done documentation on that. And so if, uh, you can check Dapper Gander's Patreon. I think he's got a bunch of stuff up there on that. It's pretty good. 
And finally, Karma, another former co-host of the show, says, uh, give us your top five grifters. Well, I just named Pray- Pragmatic. He's numero uno. Uh, I mean, just cute grifters? Because Alex Jones is grifting the hell out of everyone. Um, it, let's go over into the nerdosphere. There's uh, Geeks and Gamers. They are fucking top-tier, right-wing, pipeline, red pill uh, nerd grifters. There's the quartering. If you've never heard of him, he oh, is a- I know the quartering. Yep. Oh yeah. my! I I remember like the quartering. Like he was the guy that had the fucking mental breakdown when Elon posted the "Should I leave Twitter?" thing. Yeah. And he's oh, like, yeah. he's like Elon. Oh, you can't give up Twitter. It's the most important thing in the world that you remain the boss. You don't understand what will happen to America and the world if you leave. Oh, Elon, my captain, my glorious captain. I was like, oh my god, buddy, buddy. He's not going to fuck you, as they like to say. And uh, Sarge, your keyboard, powerful, loud. It's so quiet compared to the old one. (laughs) Still the crackle clinkle, it echoes in my ears. Well, it's ASMR for everyone else. Enjoy that that keyboard (laughs) ASMR. So yeah, uh, I mean, we've got a bunch of nerd grifters, uh, like Geeks and Gamers, uh, The Quartering. Alex Jones is still like king fucking grifter. I'm trying to... um, god uh there's too many political ones to count of to count like there's just too many uh there's so many religious ones it's endless um but like if you've got critical thinking you should be able to spot uh, a grift um yeah, so in QAnon itself, I would just go Praying Medic, Jordan Sather, our boy Martin Geddes, and then uh, Pepe Lives Matter was a true believer, but he's now getting the Substab subscriptions going, so he's a grifter. And I think I'm, I'm just going to... Uh, it's tough. The, 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 the last few, the last spot or two is tough. Um, I think uh, Patel Patriot, who, John, who's now going by his real name, John Harold, uh, he... He's my hero because he was the guy who got into the game late and became a big time star overnight because he was the one who came up with the soothing bullshit narrative of, oh, Trump's still secretly the president. And everyone was like, oh, thank God. I was so worried Biden was president. But now that you've presented such crystal clear evidence that Trump is president. Oh, oh, my 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 heart is soothed. Life is so much easier now. It's like, oh, my God. So, yeah. Uh, nuts to all of them. They're all terrible monsters. And Fuck them, we say. Yes. And that brings us to our final question, which is always, uh, what are you looking forward to, Serge? Um, I'm going to keep it going with uh, 40K bullshit like I've been doing. We keep getting new rules, uh, so it's exciting. We got the new big box and uh, for 10th edition announced. Uh, I'm excited to, you know, pre-order that and eventually get it and be able to finally play the game because I started collecting and painting the minis at the tail end of 9th edition and 9th edition is known for being overly complex. So there's no fucking reason for me to learn those rules as they are out the door here in uh, a month or two. But So I'm excited to finally have even more 10th edition rules to actually begin assessing things. Uh, do we have like a tier list of what factions are really good in 10th edition? No, because we just don't know enough yet. They've been spoiling the data sheets and the new rules for primarily Space Marines and Tyranids. So and just today, because that's what's in the 10th edition launch box. 
So we don't really have anything on anybody else. So just today we got a bunch of chaos um, uh, rules and to look at. But so no tier list yet because we just don't have enough information. Um, yeah, it, it, it's it, it's all it's all about the fucking nids. I love the nids. Well, good news. The storyline of tenth edition is the fourth tyrannic war. It is. We're getting a ton of new nid models, um, and it is. It's nids all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I've got. If it's about the nids for you, I have good news. They look, excellent. They both physically look really good, and uh, rules look really good. Uh, that and the Adeptus Hariotis, the uh, Sisters of Battle, aka the Nuns of Guns. I those are that's my that, those are my two factions: the Sisters and the and the Nids. Because um, uh, yeah, I just remembered because the the Nids had uh, it was something in their in their lore book. Because I that was the only lore book I actually bought. I bought a Nid army. Right. I painted it. I painted it. Never played it. I don't know where it is now. Probably lost to the ages. But uh, they just have two terms for enemy races: pray and pray that fought which just makes yeah. me, I just love that idea that we're just going to kill you. The only question is, do you resist us or not before we win? So. Uh, there's a really good book called the devastation of ball where the, the tyranid hive mind uh, recognizes that the blood angels keep fucking with it. So it sends an entire, e- even where the blood angels live is like this desolate, irradiated section of space so there's no biomass for the tyranids but the tyranids are just like tired of you fucking with me so they come for the blood angels and the blood angels have to call in everyone everyone who was ever a blood angel uh is a blood angel successor chapter they call them all in and uh they still like barely win Boo! They should lose. The nids win always. Fuck they you. they only won because a giant rift opened up uh, across the entire galaxy, uh, in like mid invasion. They were like, uh, "We're we're pretty done for." And the uh, the great rift opened dear in mid invasion. Okay, so DSX Mac is why they lost. Oh yeah, no, they I- they did not win by might of arms, like. Okay. They, they lost I, because all Tyranids lost connection to the hive mind. I will begrudgingly accept this, but only begrudgingly. <laughs> so, uh, there you go. Yeah, uh, I am looking forward to seeing my doctor tomorrow and then getting good news that I can take my foot out of this fucking boot. Hooray! <laughs> I, I cannot tell you how ridiculously shameful my 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 injury is. So I finally saw a foot doctor specialist and they um, removed all the dead skin away from my injury. Nice. On my toe. And then they said, oh, this will not heal unless your foot is in a boot because you cannot put weight on your toe to, and while this is healing. And the first and I was like, OK, so that makes sense. Like, I'm <laughs> sure my, I'm sure my toe looks hideous. Because like she immediately like slapped some gauze on it, put a wrap on it, bing bang boom. I didn't even get to like see what was going on. Right. The first day that I had to change the dressing on my wound, I, I I'm getting all ready. I got my iodine, I got the gauze, I got everything. I take the wrap off my foot. It looks like a kitten nibbled me. It looks like a kitten <laughs> just took a little Weird. little, just like stuck a little fang into my toe. 
And that's that's what I've had to wear this boot on for a fucking week. I get it. I get that the the the, the wound is deep, and that like the the situation while the dead skin was my body not healing that deep wound properly. And now that everything's been administered to my body, will now understand. Yo, body, <laughs> this is where the where on the toe the injury is. Fix that. So I understand all of that intellectually, but I just look at the the insignificance of it. And I'm just like, Oh my God, like how, how is this? What is damaging me? I mean, if you looked at this, you would like slap me and be like, boom, Mike, you, you sissy, you wimp, put on your regular shoes and get to walking. This ain't nothing. And I'm like, no, I have a doctor's note that says it's bad. Leave me alone. So, uh, I am very much hoping that my tiny wound is considered he- healed enough that I don't have to walk on this uh, in this hideous boot anymore. My, which again, for for QAnon people out there, means that I have been indicted. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the boot I'm wearing is obviously hiding my ankle monitor, and um, all of that is true. Uh, and what was really funny is, is I have a coworker who suffered a egregious foot injury, uh, like like I think like almost two years ago and he was in all kinds of different nice. walking boots. And uh, he had the little like scooter thing where your foot's up resting on it and you push with your other foot to like putter around. And the moment he saw that boot on me, he's like, Oh, your hip is fucked. Isn't it? And I was like, yup, you know, this man knows from foot injuries, what the boot does to you. Cause uh, when I'm walking, uh, me and L stopped by uh old ice cream shop a on our way uh, back to his place um, from work. And um, while I was walking around the ice cream shop, eh, you could hear my boot making like a clicky clack noise <laughs> on the ground. Like, like I just sound like a pirate, like just like, clopping around my peg leg as I, as I shamble about. So yeah. So that was, that, I, that L got a kick out of that. So that was fun. Nice. So yes, I am very much looking forward to uh, hopefully not having to wear this goddamn thing anymore. And also, um, just getting on that Nebula grind. I've made infinite three months in a row on Marvel Snap. So, ah, uh, uh, see, I you, you you grind harder than me. I got to ninety for the first time ever last month. Oh, uh, I'll uh, you you have most of the cards. I'll send I'll send you the list I'm playing right now. It's 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 pretty strong. It's doing pretty nice. well. So yeah, I'm almost I'm almost eighty on the new on the on the new on the new grind. Uh, Although I I am gonna try uh, the DC game, I am gonna give uh, Dual Force uh, a whirl once it gets open. I'm, I'm gonna give before we get out of here uh, another tangent. I'm gonna give uh, Dual Force a try when it comes out, and um, Warp Forge the new uh, 40k digital card game when it comes out. They're pushing. That oh, cool. Hard. Yeah. Oh, I, I I hadn't heard of that. That sounds interesting. So definitely be interested in that. Yeah, check it out. It's on Steam. You can play a demo. Oh, that's sweet. That's even better because there's no dual forest demo yet or anything. So it's just uh... oh, that Warforge is must be launching soon because they are pushing hard. When are, when are we getting the fucking open beta on Hades too? Come on, <laughs> come on! It's it, we're in May. You said it was going to be this year. Don't make me don't make me wait until November, you bastards! Come on, Super Giant. I need it. I need it. I'm, I'm tapping my I'm tapping my elbow vein right now to show my desire for more Hades. But uh right. Yep. So anyways, that is uh that is a successful episode of the Adventures in Hell World as as L would say. Um 
I mentioned previously that Cleodora Silvestri was our was a new beautiful baby. Uh, Troy McClure has returned oh, to the welcome orphanage. Back. Welcome back, Troy. We are so glad to have you again as a beautiful baby. Uh, we appreciate you. And if you wish to become a beautiful baby, please go to the Patreon slash Poker Politics, uh, where for five dollars a month you can have access to our back catalog. I am working with someone, hopefully for more bonus content, because uh, me and Stephanie. Um, we're both former 9-11 truthers. So uh, the plan right now is me and her are going to do a deep dive into loose change. And we're oh, going to post boy. that as bonus content. And we're just like talk about both how oh, we geez. saw the, how we saw this movie when we were pilled and how we see this movie now when we are unpilled, when we have taken the blue pill nice. and see loose change for the bullshit that it fucking is. So uh, hope to get that off the ground sometime soon. Um, if you have money and you don't want to give it to us, chuckle fucks, uh, please donate to love146.org. They are a group that is fighting child trafficking all around the world, which is what QAnon claims to want to do. And of course, they fucking don't because they're just worthless scum. Uh, beyond all that, tell a friend, tell a neighbor, game the algorithm, give us a five-star review, and uh, let us know if there's a better platform than Acast because apparently they didn't post our latest episode on Apple, which is really bad. So thank you for all that. Um, shout out to DJ Minimal Effort for our entrance. Uh, no social media ever for that guy because he's incredibly lazy. That's why we call him DJ Minimal Effort. Uh, our bumps and the voice of Q when we need it is from Frosty, who you can find on social media at FrostyVO. Uh, Sarge can be found at Sergeant Hell. Uh, L can be found at Hellworld L with uh, the O in world being a Q. Same as our, uh, our podcast dedicated Twitter feed, which is also uh, Hellworld. I can be found on Twitter at at uh, Poker Politics, and I have received the invitation, the golden ticket to Elysium. I am on Blue Sky now at Poker Politics. So, Jack, please make the better version of Twitter and kill Elon, kill Elon's stupid fucking platform, even deader than it already is. That would be hilarious. That this guy literally got like a cool billion dollars in his personal pocket, and then usurped Twitter within a year of its creation. <laughs> So uh, with all that, for uh, signing off for L, who's a millionaire and is living living his best life, and Sarge, who's not a millionaire, but is still doing pretty well, I am Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots.